This is Tuesday, February 21st. When are you most moved to pray? Is it when you're desperate? Culturally, we are pushed to create our own lives, you might say. We envision the life we want, and then it's our job to bring it about, to make it happen. You could say we think of ourselves as the creators, as those that take our own ideas and make them incarnate, flesh and blood, in our lives. And we've gotten to this place largely because as human beings we've believed the myth of progress. We've been told that human beings are always getting better, improving, and we're mastering more and more of our world. For years we've lived with this endless optimism. We pretend we don't need anyone, but the truth is that none of us can do life by ourselves. One of the reality shows I watched a few years back showed couples that went into the wilderness of Alaska to live on the land. And of course, the winters are brutal there. Keeping food on the tot table and a fire burning is not easy. I remember one man living in praise of his independence until he had an accident while cutting wood. He had to be airlifted by helicopter back into civilization so that he could be treated as a hospital. You see, we pretend we can do life alone, but none of us can. We rely on complex supply chains to get food to our grocery stores. We rely on professionals to provide us with medical care and those farmers to produce everything we eat. But even more, we also cannot do life without God. So yes, that's why we pray. We know our limits. We are easily overwhelmed. Again, but of course... That's very difficult for us to admit. We develop coping strategies to get by, and we put on a good show. Now here's our text for today, the first half of this parable of Jesus from Luke chapter 18. Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. He said, In a certain town there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared what people thought. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with the plea, Grant me justice against my adversary. For some time he refused, but finally he said to himself, Even though I don't fear God or care what people think, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice, so that she won't eventually come and attack me. That's Luke 18, 1-4. Now here is the start of this parable that Jesus told to encourage his disciples to keep praying. Now you might wonder, why tell them a story? Why not just tell them to get on with it? To get to their, on their knees and put in the time to pray? That would be a very Jewish response. In truth, the Jewish people had a prayer book, a series of prayers to carry you from the morning until late at night. All you had to do was follow the script and keep praying. But Jesus teaches them that prayer means going to your Father. There's no rote way of doing that. Yes, you may use prayers from the prayer book, but as soon as you speak those words, well, it becomes your prayer. There's nothing wrong with using written prayers, but there's something wrong with phoning them in, thinking that by going through the motions that we're praying. No, Jesus wants them to go to the Father, to speak with the Father, to enjoy the Father. 
Now let's begin to look at this parable. In the world at the time of Jesus, women didn't go to court. A woman would send her husband, if she had one, her uncle, her brother, her son, any male member of her family. But she would not go. That is, unless she had no one. You see, in the parable, this isn't a woman who is utterly alone, and really without hope. Widows were the most vulnerable adults in society. There was no safety net beyond your family, and if you had no family, well, you were lost. That is the position this woman is in. And the judge, he's the worst. He doesn't believe in God, and he really doesn't care about people and what they think of him. In other words, she can't ask him for help in God's name. She cannot shame him into helping her. So what card does she have to play? The only thing she can do is to be such a pain for the judge that he's willing to do something to get her off his back. By the way, if a man pestered a judge in their world, he'd just be thrown out of the courtroom. But in their world, a woman, well, she wouldn't be thrown out. He would have to listen to her until he just couldn't take it any longer. So this is what she does. Jesus makes this widow woman the hero of his story because she won't give up. Now, of course, Jesus is not saying that God is like the judge. No, he's building this immense and powerful contrast. You see, even if an evil judge will answer the pleading request of a widow woman... How much more will our Heavenly Father respond when we come to Him? Of course, He already loves us. He wants our good and His glory. And so Jesus is saying, keep going to Him. Keep seeking His face. Keep pursuing time with God. This is the call to persist in prayer. Let's pray together. Father, we do give up. We come to You in emergencies and then quickly our prayers die out. We're hindered by our impatience, by our unbelief, by our expectations about your timing. Help us by your Spirit to keep coming to you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.